If you want to make an audiobook, go to thetalkingbook.org. That's thetalkingbook.org. Check out these amazing writers, narrators, indie publishers. Come to Asheville. We record books in a booth. Here's the show. Hello, everyone. My name is Chris Hartram, and The Talking Book is back and better than ever with another reading just for you. Uh, it's been a while since uh, since an episode, probably New Year's. Um, I hope everyone feels great so far. Uh, I feel pretty good. I did dry January. Um, still haven't had a drink yet. Uh, February, of course. So I guess that's the longest I've been since I started drinking around 18 or 19. I am almost 39 now, so 20 years or so. You know, it's no big deal, but um, it's fun to deny something that you love doing for a while. Feels good. Uh, brings clarity for me. It's kind of like, uh, it's like training. It's a form of training, like training for the kumite, if you will, for those of you that have trained for the kumite. Um, something like that. But today, I'm really excited uh, because I have a reading from Sam Pink. Sam is one of my favorite contemporary writers, and uh, I remember when I first read Person, I was living in Japan, and a lot of us, just like a lot of us, it changed the way I thought about novels and writing and had a big impact on me. Um, and then The Talking Book was lucky enough to work on two of his audiobooks in The Garbage Times, White Ibis and The Ice Cream Man and other stories. Um, so if you haven't listened to those, Two audiobooks, Sam Pink. Go to our website, check them out. And today, Sam is reading uh, for you a news story forthcoming in the Southwest Review called Command and Control. And I think you're going to like it. So here now is Sam Pink. Command and Control. I got up in the middle of the night for a glass of water, and when I turned on the light, a ton of them scattered. Holy shit, there were a lot. German cockroaches. That's what they were. Learned that later with some research. But at the time, they just looked like crickets. Except not good. Bad crickets. Big ones, small ones. It was a mess. I watched them scurry towards cracks where the curled linoleum missed the baseboards, or beneath the fridge, into cabinets, into outlets, like something in reverse. One was crawling over a glass in the sink. And so, foregoing the water, I retreated to my room to prepare for war. But first I had to do some research. I went to the coffee shop in town the next morning to regroup, looking for answers, looking for something, but what? That's when I found out the fuckers were German roaches, dropping manila envelope with case files mugshots on police chief's desk. German roaches, wouldn't you know it. I paused between sips of black coffee to stare tired-eyed out the coffee shop window at the quiet street, absorbing this new reality, the infester, an enemy, which now had a name, the German cockroach. From my studies, I gathered they could live off soap and shit, like toothpaste, or just water left in the sink. Goddamn. From a website. The German cockroach is the most common cockroach and one of the more common infestations. German cockroaches are serious pests that can put you and your family at risk. They spread diseases like salmonella and ruined food. 
These resilient insects are experts at scavenging for crumbs and leftovers. They'll quickly build colonies in apartment buildings and houses if the resources are there. They're unable to live away from humans. I envisioned one looking through my mail, brushing its teeth at my kitchen sink. I saw one wearing my clothes. Wasn't immediately clear whether it would be a situation where my clothes were smaller and fit the roach, or just my normal-sized clothing moving across the floor with only the roach's head sticking out. They said the best way to get rid of them is to make it a not-welcome place. Clean a lot. Nothing resembling food out at all. I found someone had, via a search engine's recommendations, already popularized the search, Why are German cockroaches the worst? And indeed, they were. Man, were they. I looked out through the window again, across the street, and saw a roach doing the throat slicing with finger move, disappearing as a car passed by. From the website. Where do German cockroaches come from? The German roach is easily transported. It can catch a ride in your grocery bag. Eggs are attached to things and then hatch in the new destination. Cardboard, clothing, etc. inadvertently introduced into your pantry or kitchen cabinets. Given a choice, they'll opt for sweets, grease, starches, and meat. When food is scarce, however, they'll eat anything from pet food to soap to hair to excrement to glue. There were pictures of adults and babies. The babies were called nymphs. Pictures of the egg sack, which was called an Uthaka, which looked like a small piece of graham cracker. The females carried them on their back beneath their wings. German roaches can't fly either, because they're the worst. Couldn't even survive without humans in a temperature-controlled environment, living on crumbs, soap, toothpaste, and in dire situations each other. From the website, in famine conditions, they turn cannibalistic, chewing at each other's wings and legs eating out the dead shells of their brethren like so much forbidden lobster. My God. There was an icon of a roach, bird's eye view, in a crosshair above some facts. I scrolled a little more, mindlessly, about to close the website when I saw the word blateloquinone. Blateloquinone, the sex pheromone of the German cockroach. It said their presence with high infestation carried a musty odor, which was their fuck juice, which accounted for the smell when I checked beneath the sink. Ah, blateloquinone, that's what it was, yep. Saying that to the person next to me at the coffee shop, pocketing my phone. Roach fuck juice, ah, that's what I was smelling, okay. Blateloquinone, man. Sex parties on my fucking dime, salmonella, uthakai, fuck all of that. No, I wasn't having any of it. On the walk home, I re-upped on paper towels and bleach spray and passed my friend Mac's shop, needing the advice of a seasoned warrior. But I saw he was showing someone a shotgun, so I kept walking. On a mission anyway, fuck it. Mac and I will meet again in the afterlife. Okay, that was Sam Pink reading part of his story, Command and Control, which is forthcoming in the Southwest Review. You can follow him on Twitter at SamPinkIsAlive. And you can get his audiobooks at thetalkingbook.org. His new book, Ketchup, is badass. I'll leave links to his work in the show notes. Thanks so much to Sam Pink for the reading, Dave Burr for editing the podcast as usual, Keegan Grambois, Holler Boys, and Alex Sturgis for the music, and all of you at home for listening, continuing to listen since, uh, what, 2015 or so. Uh, been a while. The Talking Book. It's still here somehow. My name is Chris Hartram. That was Sam Pink. This is The Talking Book. See you next time. Have a great day.
Like a bishop who has forsaken sympathy Chasing sister squares I was lit Before I knew that you were there Like an angel Who has forsaken certainty Sleeping in the square I was lit Before I knew The storm was passing over And the window of the 